0: Welcome to the NRSNG show by NRSNG.com. My name is John Haas, RNCCRN, student nurse mentor and your biggest fan. In each episode, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you uncover success as a nurse and in life. We're all in this together. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Now let the show begin, my fellow nurses. All nurses- what's up guys we've got a really exciting episode today i'm talking with nurse muscles mason mills rnbsn he runs nursemuscles.com he also has an instagram page nurse underscore muscles he's an operating room rn travel nurse and he just has a lot of experience to share with you guys. This is such an exciting episode, and he's gonna share with you all about his journey into nursing, his experience as an operating room nurse, which I know a lot of you guys reach out and you wanna work operating room, so he's gonna share with you some of the ways that he got into the OR, and his experience as a travel nurse, and then he also just launches nursemuscles.com, and over there he shares fitness tips, he's gonna share with you consulting tips and how to get fit, and how to be a strong, healthy, inspired nurse, so enjoy this episode with nurse muscles?
1: Um, I'm 31 <laughs> years old. <laughs> yeah, nursing is a second career of mine. I've, yes. I've actually I've been a nurse now for two years. Okay. Um, before I was a nurse, I was in the military. Awesome. Um, I was uh, in the Army National Guard. When I was uh, 20 years old, I deployed to Afghanistan as an infantry soldier. Hmm. Um, I actually spent my 21st birthday in Afghanistan. Wow, oh, uh, And then shortly about a year after that, I was a civilian contractor in Iraq. Oh wow! And, yeah, and then I came <laughs> back from all that, and that's uh, that's when I met my wife. Was a few few months after I got back from Iraq. I went into uh, active duty recruiting for the Army National Guard. Did that for a few years, and then uh, moved out of recruiting into a retention kind of desk job. Mm. And I just hated it <laughs> so much. Um, my wife at the time, she went through nursing school. Uh, she had we had a baby, and she decided she didn't want to go back to her job uh, working in in retail. Uh, so she was a stay at home mom for about a year and then decided that she wanted to go to nursing school cause her sister was doing it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So she went to nursing school and I worked full time uh, with the military. And then when she got out of nursing school and got her first job, that's when I was at the point where I, I just knew I needed to make a change. Mm. So, um, I did, uh, I got all my ducks in a row and I had my exit strategy. I, I left the uh, active duty military and went right into nursing school myself wow. Yeah, and so then she was working full time and I was in nursing school. <laughs> wow. So uh, while I was active duty, um, I used all my uh, my tuition benefits that the military gives you. I got my bachelor's oh, degree. Oh, nice, man. I got a bachelor's degree in nutrition science. And then <laughs> um, when I went to, I went to nursing school, I got my associate's degree and the VA paid for all of it. Wow. They actually paid for my wife's nursing degree too. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then I continued on, and I actually just uh, about three weeks ago finished my BSN. So now I have two bachelor's degrees. Congrats. <laughs> and very, very little school debt. It's nice.
0: Dude, that's awesome. See, I, uh, I have two bachelor's degrees, too, but I have the amount of debt of uh, a physician, so yeah. good for you. <laughs> well, that's the way to do it. That's how I was, too. So I, I actually I finished nursing school in uh, 2013 also, so just a couple of years ago also. Mm-hmm. And it was the same kind of thing for me, man. I, I had a degree in business and got a desk job and it was like, oh my, like, it yep, was, it was so my, soul crushing that I just couldn't do it.
1: My wife's first degree was business management.
0: Oh, it was terrible, man.
1: Yeah. she So she's got two bachelor's degrees now too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so between the three of us, we got six degrees. So yeah. We're, we're all set. We might, know a thing or two. <laughs> we might know something. So was it your wife that kind
1: of got you interested in nursing or do you have any other family that's in nursing or anything? Um, Actually, I, my cousin is a nurse. Okay. Um, and. But I have a friend of mine. He's also in the military, um, and he's uh, a nursing student right now. He was going to nursing school, or, or at least trying to get in, years and years ago. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, "What? You're going to nursing school? Mm-hmm. Like, here we are, mm-hmm. two two army infantry guys, bro, being are Yeah. yeah. Right? And then, but it kind of when I realized that he was doing that, it kind of opened my eyes to it a little a little more. And I, at the same time, I'm thinking in in my position that I was in in the military, I, it was so much you know spreadsheets, emails, track yeah. this and that, and I'm I'm you know I really didn't feel like I was actually helping anybody, mm-hmm. and that's I, I kind of realized I had this desire to actually help people, hmm. and not being able to do that here, and here's my buddy who's you know big tough guy, and he's he's going to nursing school, uh, he's still in school now. He ended up while he was trying to to. Uh, get into school. He got deployed, went to Iraq, so he oh, had to wow. put everything on pause, and then came back and had some personal things going. But he's uh, he's on his way now. I think he's starting his senior year soon. Oh, that's so awesome. he, you know, he kind of motivated me into that as well. And I was watching what my wife was doing. I'm like, man, she's she's actually helping people. She's saving lives. <laughs> she's doing important things every day. And it just dawned on me. I was like, hey, you know what? I could do this. And besides, if I went to nursing school, I've got I've got a free tutor right here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I just figured I'd go for it.
0: You know, and isn't that funny, too, because I uh, it was the same with me. Like I, I investigated nursing forever, you know, and it was like, I don't know what was holding me back for so many years, honestly, of like and because, I, yeah, it was like this. I can't really do that. Nobody, no other guys do it like that's just weird. And...
1: Right. Yeah, because there's the whole persona that if you're a male nurse, you're gay. And it's like, <laughs> I don't want people to think that I'm gay. But then. Who cares? You exactly. know, I'm, I'm married to um, a, a really hot chick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, people can think what they want to think. I just want to go help
0: people. Yeah. And, and and it truly has like, this has been the one career I've had in my life where I actually like enjoy it, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, yeah, it's been absolutely worth it. But you know, it is, it is uh, sad or I guess just disappointing that, I mean, I think it's changing a lot now though too, you know, with people like, nurse mendoza and you
1: and, mm-hmm. and you know it's kind of changing to that perception his, um, nurse mendoza i think i'm pretty sure i used to watch his youtube videos when i was in school
0: yeah oh i think everybody i mean he's got like i mean on instagram alone he's got like 120,000. Oh, yeah. i mean he's he's like the celebrity of nursing i guess he is, right? yeah <laughs> but yeah that's awesome man and, and so now you work or right
1: yes i'm an or circulator were you, I love it.
0: were you able to get into there immediately after school or how'd that all work yeah, out? I,
1: I feel like I'm probably the luckiest person in the world. Yeah, no kidding. When I was in um, my first semester of nursing school, I remember I went in, we were doing a med surge clinical, and my instructor said, um, we, we need someone to go down to the OR in Shadow today. And she looked at me and said, do you want to do that? And I was like, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I went down to the OR with a, another buddy of mine, and we got to watch a total hip. Oh, wow. and, uh, i remember they when they they cut off the the femur head um <laughs> they were showing it to him i'm like wow that thing's like the size of a doorknob and they're like do you want to put a glove on and hold it and i was like yeah <laughs> so you know i did and i was like this is awesome and, and since that day i kind of knew i'm like okay i want to be in the or this mm. is what i want to do uh but of course like most everybody who's in nursing school uh it's very, very difficult to work a full time job. Yeah. I was lucky in the sense that when you leave active duty military, as long as you're not dishonorably discharged or kicked out, um, you're automatically eligible for the highest rate of unemployment. Oh, wow. So I, was, I was getting unemployment money. I was getting Jeez. the Montgomery GI Bill money. So I didn't have to work. <laughs> but then once I graduated, all that stopped. All oh, like, so
0: you, win, yeah, from being fine to nothing overnight. Right,
1: unemployment was like you're out of unemployment. I actually ran out of unemployment before I graduated. Oh my gosh! And then, um, and then the VA money stopped as soon as you graduated. So I'm like, I need a job because <laughs> like, it's a second career. I got a, I've got a house, I've got a condo yeah. that we rent out. I've got car payments. I've got a kid. You know, I'm like I'm not just some you know a 21 year old kid who's still living with his mom and going to college. Like yeah. I need a job right now. So you. You just kind of, you got to apply for everything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I ended up uh, applying at um, Indiana University, uh, Indiana University Health, in downtown Indianapolis, uh, Methodist Hospital is where I was doing most of my uh, yeah. my interviews. Um, I, I really liked them because they had recruiters. Oh, I cool. felt like it was so much easier to navigate the system if you yeah. have a hospital that works recruiters. recruiters. So, um, the recruiters were basically like, well, we like you, we're going to tell these managers about you. These are the positions that are open, you know? And I was actually, I was applying with a, um, it was, a pulmonology, um, like it was like, it was a critical care unit, but it wasn't an ICU. It was like a step down. So I went in, I, I did my interview. They loved me. They told me to come back and do a, a four hour shadow and then a peer interview. So I, I came back, uh, and I did the four hour shadow and then I met with some of the other charge nurses and, and they all liked me. You know, like I, said, I was a military recruiter for three years,
0: <laughs> so you knew you knew what people were looking for, <laughs> right? I
1: know how to interview. I'm very, I'm pretty good at that. Um, so they loved me, and then I went home. And I remember that night I was in bed with my wife, and I just I wanted to pull up the the job posting on on my phone and just read over the description again. Mm-hmm. And when I pulled it up, it said "hot new job posting." Oh, wow. And I was like, "What? <laughs> That's the job I want. That's what I was waiting for." But it wasn't available. And like the next day, I'm calling my recruiter like every hour, trying to get a hold of her. And I'm like, "I need an interview for this job. I want this job right now." And then she got me an interview. And then also was like, "But this other position, they want to hire you, and mm. they, they have a job offer for you." And I'm like, "How? Oh, what do I do? How long do I have to decide?" Yeah. Um. I ended up going in. They they told me I had till Friday, <laughs> so I went in on Wednesday to do my interview with the or and they were telling me about what they do i mean it's a level one trauma center oh, they have awesome. yeah. over 30 different um operating rooms and they would have me you know going through each different specialty oh that's cool they do neuro pv cv hmm. um general surgeries plastic surgeries eyes ortho like everything. Yeah, everything so i am like oh this sound this is just so perfect and i remember i told them. I was very upfront. I said, "Look, I don't have a job. I need a job. They want to <laughs> offer me a job, and I have until Friday. I'm like, this is the job that I want. If you, you know, because they were talking about having me come back the next day to do a, a shadow there. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'd love to do that, but I, I have to ha- give them an answer. And I would hate to tell them no on Friday and hold out for this job, and then have not you get it. Something. Yeah, they called me the next day with a job offer. Oh wow! The next day, I was like, wow, where do I sign? I'll be in today. So." <laughs> I started working there, and um, I went through a six-month orientation. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you go to nursing school, you learn nothing about the OR. No, you
0: don't learn anything. I mean, no one. most people it, don't even go into the OR during school. Right. So.
1: so, yeah, I was brand new all over again, and I spent six months shadowing. And then once you're done with your six months of shadowing uh, and rotating through all the different specialties, then you go to your shift, and then you do another six-week orientation. So I was – Wow. Yeah, I was very oriented, and I was, I was <laughs> confident that I was able to do my job when I was done. But, yeah, I love it. Do you and specialize I, in anything, or or do uh, you? Mostly I do ortho. Okay, cool. Um, I That's where they, they kind of put me. I worked a really unique shift. It was 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. So oh, That's not bad at all. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, you know, I would wake up in the morning. I'd get my kid up, and I'd put him on the bus, and then my wife and I would go work out, and then I'd go to work.
0: Oh, that's sweet. Home,
1: get home around midnight, go straight to sleep, wake up about 7.30 or 8.00 that was this is perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, I wish more places would do that shift because you can almost have a normal life with that 12 right? hour shift. Yeah. And <laughs> then you
1: know you're doing your three days and you still get to work out every day. It was awesome.
0: So now though, so I want to talk about a few things here from your story. So sure. the first thing you mentioned is you mentioned, uh, you just kind of said in passing that you have to apply wherever you can get a job. Cause I'll get mm-hmm. emails from people like, I want to work ICU. Like that's the only thing I want to do. And I want to work at this hospital. I'm like, hold on. I mean, you need the job more than the hospital needs you. So apply everywhere you can oh, yeah. and, get, and just get started. Like get your foot in the door and then you can start specializing.
1: The scary thing is though um, with most hospital networks, at least around here, whatever job they hire you into, they really want you to make a two-year commitment.
0: I think the biggest thing is, is get a job, you know, get your foot in the door. Cause the longer, the longer right. it is between your graduation to getting your first job, like that starts looking weird, you know?
1: Yeah. Then it starts looking bad. Like but what's... you know, at the same time, my, my friend that I was talking about, he, I tell him stories all the time about my job and what I'm doing and, He's like, oh, that's so cool, and I always tell him, like, hey, I've got these contacts, but if you get out, if you want to work in the OR, I can let you know who I talk to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's in the same boat. Like, he wants to do OR, or he also kind of wants to do ICU, and he's not really sure, but it's like, you know, he's got to take anything. And I, it's scary, because I knew, too. I'm like, I want to work in the OR, but if I take this med surge job, I'm there for two years. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. med surge slash, you know, critical care pulmonology unit, i got to do it for two years before I can try to go. You know, and here what I am Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's January. I literally have had my nursing license for two years, so I would actually ne- just now be trying to get my foot in the door in the OR if yeah. I had gone that other way. But instead, I'm you know working a travel nursing job, making killer money, having a great time.
0: So let's talk a little bit, uh, OR circulator. What do you what do you do? What what is your day in the life of a OR nurse?
1: Oh man, <laughs> uh, sometimes it depends. Like right now. Uh, like I said, I do mostly ortho. When I when I left where I was um, at IU Health, my first travel nursing job was at the Indiana Orthopedic Hospital. So it was all ortho cases. Nice. And then where I'm at now, when I told in my interview with, with the contract I'm at now, I mentioned that to them. They were like, oh, we need someone for ortho. Wow. So that's mostly what I do. Um, and then once all the ortho cases are done, they'll throw me in whatever they need me in. But basically, um, right now where I'm at, I actually, it's, it's really interesting. I work for one doctor mostly. Oh, nice. And, he has uh, two different ORs that he gets every Monday and Tuesday at this hospital, and I circulate one of them. And my friend, um, who's actually who I worked with at IU Health, and he started—I got him into travel nursing. He drives from Indiana down to Kentucky. Also, it's two hundred mile trip hmm. to work at this hospital too, and he runs the other room. Oh, cool! So, but really, <laughs> you know, the at the beginning of the day we do a morning huddle, just like most you know units yeah. do. And then we talk about equipment problems and schedule issues and supplies that we're missing and whatnot, and if anybody has any safety issues. Um, and then you get your schedule, you get your assignment. So I'll say, uh, I'm in OR1 today with Dr. Christensen, and these are the cases that we're doing. And we'll do between, he, he does between eight and 10 cases a day. So wow, okay. that seems like cool. a
0: lot for though.
1: Yeah, well, because <laughs> it's got two rooms, so Each. like I, I will go in, um, we set up the room, you have to open all the sterile supplies. <laughs> Um, So there's a big, you know, the whole aseptic technique, and that's huge, and you're working with your scrub techs and anesthesia, and so basically, depending on what the case is, you have to look at what kind of bed you're going to need, what kind of supplies, you know. Uh, So you you set your room up, and then once you know that the surgeon's there, because you got to wait until they're there, and they can be late sometimes, (laughs) Um, you know, and anesthesia's ready, and the scrub's ready, and you're ready, you go to pre-op, and you go and interview your patient. Okay. You know, I, there's uh, you know questions I have to ask, and so I do my little assessment. It's you know nothing near what the pre-op nurses or a med surg nurse would do for an assessment because it's mostly just pertaining to what I need to know. Okay. You know, for the surgery, it's like if you've gotten to this point and you're sitting in the pre-op, They're I need to go. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to know a whole <laughs> lot else. But I do need to know when the last time you had anything to eat or drink was. Sure. Because, you know, and that actually, just just uh, last night, we actually had a patient who ate something two hours ago and didn't no, tell anybody so Yeah. <laughs> well, and then I asked, told you, man. Holy cow. Right? And now we're sitting here like in the, Oh op- my gosh. We're like, hold on, hold on. Call the anesthesiologist. We need him to come in here and assess this. Oh my goodness. So, but yeah. So, you know, there's questions I need to know. Um, And so I do my assessment and then, um, you know, I talk to the family and, and it's kind of weird because that's, that takes about five minutes, honestly. Mm-hmm. And that's, about the only time that I have to actually build a rapport with my patient.
0: That's what I was going to ask. I mean, that's really kind of your only patient contact. I mean, like yeah, with, with them awake
1: anyway. Right. And then a lot of times, too, um, for a lot of the ortho cases, we do nerve blocks beforehand. Okay. So by the time I go get them, they've already had a nerve block. Meaning they've already <laughs> been given said and they are pretty loopy. And, you know, so that I, most of my patients I honestly don't even ever remember.
0: I think there's probably a lot of floor nurses listening to this right now that are really jealous of you.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> one patient at a time and they're asleep. Most of the time I get a code Brown about once a month because they've all been NPO. So, <laughs> oh, wow. yeah, so
0: yeah. you, you interview them and then do you bring them back to the, like, yeah, to the room, I, or?
1: I bring them back to the OR. Um, you know, I, I talk to the family, I answer any questions that they might have. And then uh, I bring them back to the OR. We get them situated on the table, put on the monitors, get them off to sleep. Uh, I assist any uh, with intubation. Most of the anesthesiologists. um, or CRNAs that that we work with are pretty self sufficient when it comes to that, especially yeah. if they're just intubating with an LMA. But sometimes when they're using a tube, they need some help. So okay, you know. And then um, my my job mostly at that point is a uh, uh, positioning. You know, you want to make sure that you have um, you know cushions under under nerve spots, and so you're not doing any nerve damage. And you got to make sure that the surgeon has access to where he needs to cut. So and
0: that kind of comes so, with the time too, because like, you have to know for this case, this is right. the way they're going to be sitting and.
1: And a lot of it is my experience plus my Scrubs experience. And if there's assistance in there and I'm like, hey, what do you think we should do? Uh, okay. you have, have you done this? And, and really, in, in all the cases, um, most of the surgeon have, surgeons have case cards and preference cards. Oh, cool. So you can kind of read about it. You know, they'll say like, uh, we want to use a Jackson table and we want them, you know, I want a pillow under the knees and pillows under the feet and this and that. So you, okay. you kind of know what they want to see.
0: So once once they're asleep and positioned and stuff, I mean,
1: then I I prep or sometimes they need a foley too. So you know, oh, okay. depending on the if the general rule of thumb on Foley's, if the case is going to be more than two to three hours. We usually put a foley in. Yeah. Or or if it's going to be you know like bilateral or something where they're not going to be able to be mobile and they'll probably need one for the end.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I'll, you know a lot of times we'll put a foley in and then um and then we prep. So I mean that's a really big part of it. Um, doctors, all kinds of different doctors like different. Perhaps they want to use this guy wants to use alcohol and chloroprep. This guy likes dura prep. This guy oh, likes really. yeah, like, to use yeah, one <laughs> one um surgeon uses uh, alcohol and then hip cleanse. Hmm. And then for certain cases he wants you to blot it and for other cases he doesn't. Really? And it's always fun when you come in and you blot it and then he's like, We do this every Who time you are not supposed to blot and I'm like, I've worked with you one time, yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then once the, i mean once this physician starts cutting and stuff i mean you're are you just in yeah, there well, monitoring vitals well, and stuff or
1: uh anesthesia does that in all oh, honesty, yeah, that's, true. That's, that's true that's when i chart so once once we get them prepped then we get them draped uh then the very very important part which is never overlooked but sometimes not really seen as important is the timeout mm-hmm. uh so we we do the pre or the pre-surgery timeout you know and that's my job to make sure that happens in okay. preventing wrong side surgeries you know this is uh, you know, John Doe, this date of birth, you know, two patient identifiers, all that. Mm-hmm. We go over the allergies again. And then uh, anesthesia goes over. You know, they've had antibiotics. We gave this drug and that drug. And then uh, the surgeon verifies we are doing, you know, a right, right knee, you know, or left hip or whatever. And, you know, I'm looking at the consent, double checking. They have consented for a left knee. The surgeon's saying left knee. We've prepped for the left knee. Let's do a left knee. Gotcha. You know, so then they begin the surgery and then I call the family and let them know, hey, it took 30 minutes or so to get set up, but we just got started. Okay. You know, and then, um, and then I chart that's a yeah. lot of my job is charting.
0: <laughs> and then like after the surgery, I mean, you kind of bring, do you, do you bring the, no anesthesia takes the patient to pack you, right?
1: Uh, it depends on where you're at. Um, the orthopedic hospital I was at, they were all out, well, almost all outpatients. Okay. So in, unless it was a big bed, then you kind of needed two people. The anesthesia would do it. Um, now I, I, at this hospital that I'm at now, I go with anesthesia. Okay. So yeah, once, once we get them done, then we, we get them back in their bed and we take them off to pack you.
0: And then you come back and kind of clean the room or. Yep.
1: Then uh, it depends on where you're at there too. I mean, the last place I worked, I felt like that's all I did was clean, clean rooms. rooms. <laughs> and then this place, it's like, by the time I take the patient up to pack you and then I got to take the specimen over to the lab and I got to go file some paperwork. By the time I get back to the room, it's already clean and my oh, scrubs are in there opening up for the next case. And cool. then the phone's ringing, and the doctor's in the other room saying, go ahead and bring the next patient back. And
0: okay. And now,
1: boom, 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 go, go, go. So with this, with the
0: travel nursing thing, so you, you have a home and everything 200 and something miles from your job. Mm-hmm. So you drive every weekend, or wh- how, when do you work? The I, got, of the week you know, and- I
1: got lucky with this contract, and that's why I keep extending. I've been there for six months, and I'm oh, there for free. Nice. and I'm going to extend one more time if I can, because they, they are very good to me, but... Um, I they've agreed to give me block scheduling, so I oh. always work my three twelves in, in three days in a row, and um, they they really need me for Mondays and Tuesdays, so it always ends up being just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's so nice. Monday morning at three thirty a.m. I wake up. Gosh, yeah, and then I come downstairs. Uh, I fill up two cups of coffee, <laughs> <laughs> and and I have a cooler that I have, and I take I, I meal prep and make all my food over the weekend. Right, so I grab all my food, I put it in cooler, throw some ice in there, grab my bags, and throw them in the car. I drive two hours and 45 minutes to wow. work, and I get there at 7, and then uh, I work a 12-hour shift, and then I go to the gym, and it's leg day. Wow. So Mondays are... <laughs> but it's good because after Monday, the rest of the week is so easy. You can get a three-hour drive, a 12-hour shift, and then and do squats and lifts and pound your legs into the ground. Oh, the my gosh. Easy. So then I stay the night at a... Um, I, I keep an extended stay room there, Okay. So I stay the night in my extended stay room uh, two nights a week. And then when I get off shift on Wednesday, I drive home.
0: And now you don't have any call or anything, right? I mean,
1: nope. I got lucky. I don't sweet. have call. I don't work <laughs> weekends. I don't work holidays. Dude, that's I, a sweet deal, man. It is a sweet deal. And I, I make uh, double what I was making. Wow. As a,
0: And, uh, wow, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. And then does your, if anybody's
1: interested in traveling, hit me up and I'll hook you up with my recruiter. Yeah,
0: dude, for real, (laughs) because traveling, I mean, I've, I've looked at getting into it too, just because of that. Like, you don't. You're not as involved in like the politics of the hospital and stuff because you're just. Oh yeah, it's so like, great. I'm all just here, drama. man. I'm, I'm gone next week. I don't
1: know what's it's going on. Like, <laughs> I don't really care. I'm just here to work. my yeah. <laughs> I made some friends. We're Facebook friends now. It's all good. And but you know, and if the drama, they don't want you to be on committees. They don't. Yeah, you know, none of that. It's every like now staff and then, meeting what? I don't know. Experience <laughs> because you've seen things in other hospitals. That's true. So now I come in and I, you know, I, I don't want to rock the boat, but we've done it this way before maybe you could try that and then the manager's like oh that's a great idea so now i get to be helpful and then when things are kind of old i'm just i'm out of there
0: yeah that's right
1: i'm going let's go start again
0: (laughs) that's sweet i mean in in the icu we love them too because they are they're generally more experienced at bigger hospitals and and can come in and kind of show you different ways of doing stuff so it's great Awesome. So let's, uh, let's go and let's start talking about nurse muscles.com and what you got going on there. So Man. tell me about your story going, I was reading your, uh, about page and then I, I assumed you at all. I mean, you see your Instagram photos and I assumed you had always been very fit and
1: everything. So I, um, uh, oh, where to begin? I was, <laughs> I was, I was a fat kid growing up. You'll never see pictures because I think I tried to destroy them all, but my sister's <laughs> And my mom still has some. I'm sure they hung on to plenty. It. Yeah, yeah. So um, I did grow up as a, a, a fat kid, and when I turned 18 is when I was really like, I need to get in shape. Mm-hmm. I remember I, I bought a Bowflex, which at this oh. point I do, not, I do not advocate buying a Bowflex; they're <laughs> But you know, I had to do something, and I, so I bought a Bowflex, and I started working out in my house. I remember I left it. My mom let me. I was still living in my mom's house, and she let me put it in. Right in the living room, right where the TV was. So every time <laughs> I go to you know, walk through the living room, you see this thing that you just paid thousands of dollars for. You're going to use it. Yeah. You know, so uh, I started working out. Then uh, I got I got in better shape. Um, then I joined the military. So uh, you know, then I got in, in pretty decent shape. And when I was in Afghanistan, is when I really started um, learning about fitness. You know, over okay. there you have a lot of downtime. Um, so I did a, the, uh, ISSA, which is the international sports science associations. I did their, um, their, uh, personal training oh, program. Cool. And, uh, so I did get certified. I never really did anything with it because when I came back, I just went back to college. Gotcha. But that's when I started learning about fitness. Um, honestly, I spent a lot of years doing a lot of things that were wrong. Okay. Because no one really, you know, you read the fitness magazines and you go to bodybuilding.com and, you know, there's some good stuff out there and there's some bad stuff out there, but you don't know what's what. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I never really um, took my nutrition into context until I started studying it. Hmm. Um, so that was many years later. So now I'm kind of into fitness. I'm in decent shape. You know, I'm in the military. I'm passing my PT test. I look, I look the part. I look like a soldier. <laughs> you know, I could do my rucksack marches and, and I can keep up and I can kick indoors and do all that. But I wasn't where I wanted to be. Um, so then – I started studying nutrition, and when I got my bachelor's degree in nutrition, it was it was honestly – I married my wife, and she had a bachelor's degree, and we just had a baby. And I thought to myself, I need to be a better example as a father, hmm. and I need to finish what I started and get a degree. The military is paying for it. I was a recruiter, and I was telling all these high school kids, like, you're you're dumb if you don't get this. It's a free college degree. And I'm like, wait a minute. I get a free college degree. I'm dumb if I don't take it. So, And then at that point, it was like I wasn't really going to use it, and I knew that. So it was – free and i'm like well what do i want to, to learn That's because cool. of my schedule i couldn't learn exercise physiology because you have to actually go to, to a brick and mortar school for that so i can only do online stuff so i was like well I'll, i know a lot about fitness i'll learn about nutrition so i started learning about nutrition and then still i was just doing a lot of things wrong i was eating terrible foods because i was like well it fits my macronutrients and i it's only got this many calories and it's low fat and i you know i just did a lot of things wrong and then eventually i um found my way into CrossFit mm-hmm. and I did CrossFit for a while. I got really, really lean doing CrossFit and, um, you know, I liked that. But at the same time, I eventually was like, ah, oh, but still, I don't look the way I want to look. I want to get bigger. So then, but in going into CrossFit and then I learned about, I, I learned a lot about paleo nutrition. If you've ever,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Paleo diet. I, I love the paleo diet. Um, I love what it stands for. It's very challenging to commit to something like that. And I get that, but at the same time, it's a really good, uh, you know, reference point to start with. Sure. Um, but all that evolved. And then eventually I just, it kind of dawned on me one day that like, I eat like crap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that I'm eating healthy. I've got my whole grain sandwich, you know, and I'm like, but this is not good for me. And once I got my diet in check, I kind of realized that the fitness aspect isn't as important as I thought it was. Huh. Uh, and, and that's where I'm at today is where I've realized that, uh you can't you can't out exercise a bad diet that's a quote oh. from uh, rob wolf i like him- that, man. <laughs> he's a, he's a big paleo guy um you know, he he published the paleo solution book and he's one of my i i we call him a mentor but that guy doesn't know who i am <laughs> <laughs> but you know uh, but you then i realized i'm like that's that's true you can't out exercise a bad diet there's a lot of great ways to train there's a lot of terrible ways to train and i also learned you know doing Doing cardio all the time is actually destroying your muscles and stopping you from progressing. But you think that I need to burn fat, so I need to do a lot of cardio. So you go do all this cardio, and then you avoid the weights because you're afraid of getting too big. And it's it's all it's all wrong. It's all wrong. Like especially with women, women are so afraid of lifting weights. It makes me crazy.
0: <laughs> you're right. That's true.
1: I'm like, <laughs> like if you, you go, I'm check, be huge. No, you're not. go check out my wife's Instagram page, it's uh, K the number eight underscore lifts, underscore W8. So Kate lifts weight. Uh, and you'll see how skinny she is. Mm-hmm. And she stopped doing cardio. Like she rarely does cardio.
0: Mm.
1: Hardly ever. And it's mostly just diet. She lifts weights. She squats. She deadlifts. She presses. And she she eats clean. Okay. And so that's where we started with that. And that's where I got into to the fitness stuff is I just always wasn't really where I wanted to be. Um, people always like to look at me and say, oh, well, yeah, you just have the genetics. And I'm like, no, I, I have terrible genetics. <laughs> I have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Oh, really? So, yeah, I do not accept the uh, thyroid excuse at all. <laughs> I take Synthroid every morning. I see an endocrine. Wow. My wife had Graves' disease. Really? hmm So uh, she, had, she did the radioactive iodine treatment shortly after we had our son. So she has no thyroid. Crazy. And she takes T3 and T4 every day.
0: So you're just so. doing just the, <laughs> well, that's cool.
1: Yeah. So we're kind of wondering how, but, yeah. it's going to close <laughs> um, but you know, so I don't have good genetics. I just train smart and eat well. And I, and it's taken me a long, long time to kind of figure out how that all plays together. But where I'm at now is, is where I've, is that's pr- mostly what I preach. So with, with the, the nurse muscles.com, oh man, Um over the summer, I remember this day, I was sitting at the pool with my wife and uh, we don't getting our tan on, right? And uh, and I was like, you know what? I want to get Instagram famous. <laughs> and she's like, what? I was like, I think I can do it. I think if I work really hard and I hashtag all my pictures and I post every day, you know, and I start putting some good content out there, I think I can get Instagram famous. So my goal was to get to ten thousand followers. So I started nurse underscore muscles on, on Instagram, mm-hmm. and uh, I s- started working out, posting selfies, and and my following was growing and growing. When I got to about ten thousand followers, you know, I'd read all these articles online about how to get more followers with you know, I don't want to buy followers, I don't like right. that. Um, you know, but they were talking about you can make money on Instagram and so then it's like, well, this thing is taking up a lot of my time. So how can I make a little bit of a little bit of money on mm-hmm, Instagram? Mm-hmm. So, um and that's when I started reaching out to fitness brands. Okay and you know, trying to become a brand ambassador, like, hey, send me some clothes. And I'll wear them on my website, show them off to my followers, give them a discount code, you know, and this and that. And uh, I've been doing that a little bit, and but I wasn't really making any money. I'm like, yeah, I got some free clothes. Good clothes, good brands. They sent me some free stuff. I got some cool things. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I'm like, it, I feel like I'm too selly. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah. don't want to be that way. You want to be, be a be- brand. You want to be you, you know. Yeah. Well, that's when I was like, why don't I create my own brand?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, in that way, I, I can make a little cash, which I... Haven't, but still, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I gotta buy all the stuff myself, and yeah, 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 yeah. It, you know, it was fun, um, but so I, I made my own clothes and I made my own little designs, and it's funny. My, I was telling my wife this morning, I was like, you realize, like, conversations with you are my inspiration for all these, because we're both nurses, so we both talk this language, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I just started making T-shirts, and and it, then I, uh, you know, I made a website just because it's been fun. You know, I'm like, I own NurseMuscles.com. That's that's hilarious. Um, you know, but it's, it's just something I'm doing something.
0: No, it's awesome. And I, so,
1: So, you know, and now I'm, I'm doing that and I'm actually starting to separate myself from other brands because I really just want to focus on this nurse muscle stuff. But, you know, the, the t-shirts are fun and all, but what I'm realizing is, you know, I go back to what I was saying before, but I I really do want to help people, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, you know, I have this degree, in nutrition, I know so much about this stuff, and I and I see so many common mistakes in the gym and with people that I work with, and you know I get all these comments too. Uh, in fact, just before this comments or this podcast started, someone commented on my Instagram that there are literally zero people at, or, or zero male nurses at my hospital that look like you. <laughs> and I'm like, why is that? There should be more nurse muscles. shouldn't Should be all nurses. We should all be fit. Definitely you know, here help. we are helping our patients. We need to help ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, know nurses are notorious for not helping themselves.
0: That uh, I'll interject here just a second. That was one thing that before I got into nursing did kind of bother me because, you know, you you would go past the hospital and there's a bunch of people out smoking or whatever. And it's like, like, come on, you guys, like you're teaching people not to. But uh, I will say that I've fallen into that trap a little bit, too. of Well, not smoking or anything like that, but of uh, being less healthy than I was before I started nursing school. And I think I mean, there's no excuse for it you know i mean we all make up our reasons and our excuses but it just comes down to being lazy and priorities you know
1: yeah yeah and i get it because people are busy they're so busy and they're so stressed out and honestly like what i would do when i was in nursing school i recorded all my lectures and i would go to the gym Mm. which you know is convenient for me because it's in my garage i have a really nice garage gym we've spent a lot of money on it over the years (laughs) but um you know, I would go out to my garage and I would be doing squats with my headphones in listening to lectures.
0: But, I mean, that's you made it a priority. And even right. like, the nutrition thing doesn't have to take time, you know?
1: No, it doesn't. If you do it right and you just uh, – in, in the bodybuilding world, we call it batching, okay. which is where you'll cook one meal. but it, Like one – you know, like uh, every day for breakfast, I eat scrambled eggs and sausage. Okay. Uh, it's, you know, low carbs, high in fat, lots of protein, right? So I'll make – uh, I have a picture on my Instagram of it too of the bowl of eggs. There's 36 eggs. In this Holy bowl. cow! Yeah, <laughs> and then like this is six days worth of food. Okay. So I'll you know, crack 36 eggs and I'll scramble them all up and I'll just dump them into this huge pan and scramble them up and then I'll eat, measure them out equally into six containers with the sausage and then you know it takes me about 30 45 minutes to do that. But now I have breakfast every day for six days and I have no excuses. Exactly. Then, when I'm hungry, I'm not going to make a bad choice because I go to the fridge and there's my meal.
0: And and so. so- now on nurse muscles you're you're starting to get into consulting
1: yes so that's that's where i wanted to take this i want to go back to where i want to help people Mm -hmm. how can i do this you know t-shirts are fun yes i'm motivating people online i'm trying to give out some good information too that'll that'll actually help people but where can i move this so that it'll actually benefit people's lives and that's when i realized that you know we talk about in nursing school you learn about telehealth Mm -hmm. and how nurses are doing a lot uh, you know over Skype and things like that with patients where they don't have to be seen. And I'm like, well, there's a lot of telefitness.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I myself, I, I hired a bodybuilder, um, you know, a pro bodybuilder, big guy. And I hired him um, to do one of his 12-week plans. My wife has hired someone to do one of her, their 12-week plans. Paid a lot of money for these plans, uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And they tell you it's individualized, but at the same time, I email this guy and I'm like, hey, this is who I am. This is what my schedule looks like. This is the equipment that I have. You know, How, how can we do this? And when he sends me this stuff back, it's like like one of the exercises was leg press. And I'm like, I just told you I work out in my garage and I obviously don't have a leg press. Those things are super expensive and giant. You know, I'm like, how is this, how is this individualized to me? So you're in the
0: stock email with, yeah.
1: Exactly. You know, and I understand there has to be some of that, you know, and I'm creating templates right now for my own business and there's stock things I'm going to have to send out too. But, you know, I want to create a way that you can actually tailor this stuff to your life because I'm, I'm busy. I drive 200 miles of work. I work three twelves. I have a kid. I just finished my bachelor's degree. I'm in the Army National Guard still. I've got drilled this weekend. Hmm. You know, I, I'm big, but I still work out four days a week, right? You can, get, you can spare four hours. Hmm. So you know, that's what I'm trying to move to is how can I help people who are busy and who, don't, who are you know, at the same parts of misinformation that I had, so they're confused or they're doing things wrong and not getting the results they want, and like, you know, you guys, you're out there in nursing school. You don't have eight years to spend listening to nutrition podcasts, reading no. books and articles and studying that. I've already done that. So let me help you and let me consult you. And I don't want to be your trainer because I don't like that word. I'm not your trainer. I'm not there. I'm not watching you squat. You know, but when you send me, if you send me a video of you squatting, I'll certainly help you. You know, by by giving you tips on how you can make your form better and things like that, like a trainer would do. But you know, I I like to think of it um, in the principles of autonomy, where Mm -hmm. this is your, you know, this is your self governing life. It's your fitness program. Let me guide you and let me teach you what I've learned and tell me about your life. What what equipment do you have? What's your schedule look like? Do you have kids? How can we work around these things where I can help you to where you can get your nutrition better and you can get your fitness in in order and we'll put you on a 12-week plan where I give you the workouts and I help you with your diet and you actually see, not just see results like a 12-week transformation, but you learn something. Yeah. I, want you to, I want to teach people what they need to know so that they can sustain these habits, they can keep them the rest of their life. After the first 12 weeks, you won't even need me because now you'll know, oh man, I really understand about eat, how I need to be you know, eating and I've got this meal prep thing down now and blah, blah, blah. So that's, that's where I want to go with this. So I'm starting, um, I'm, I'm formally creating a business. Uh, I'm starting nutrition and consultant services. Right now, um, the link on my website will take you to a waitlist page. So go ahead and put yourself on the waitlist. If that's something you're interested in, I'll contact you as soon as uh, we're ready to get started. Um, so the way,
0: the way to get started with that is, is nursemuscles.com. Yes. And then at the bottom of that page is, is, the, is the Get as Started
1: the, button. Yep, there's a blue button that says start here. I mean, and read the page. It'll tell you exactly what the service is about, what what my vision is, and, and what you can expect from me. Um, you click that start here page. Right now, it's going to take you to a waitlist form, but once everything goes live, uh, it'll take you to uh, another page where you can fill out an intake form. You know, I need to know about your history. I need to know medications that you're on, limitations, all that good stuff. And then uh, it'll take you to a PayPal page, and you'll pay for the program. And then... We can contact each other via email. I actually just learned about uh, WhatsApp today.
0: I haven't used that just, one yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my wife was telling me about it. It's basically a free messaging service, but it also works internationally. Oh, cool. So, you know, that way, we, if you want to get that, it's free. And then you can literally text me. Like, I have a question about these squats.
0: That's awesome. You
1: know, obviously within reason, like I said, I work, you know, my, when I'm at work, my patients take priority. You know, but when I'm not at work, I'm, I'm available. Text me.
0: See, and I think yeah. what, what the value, you know, of what everything you're doing here is, is not only are you, you know, living proof of what you're doing, but your, your wife and, you know, you have a family, mm-hmm. you're doing it with a family, you're doing it with a full-time job, but you also have the background in nutrition and in nursing mm-hmm. and in, you know, you know, yeah, Mexican, bodybuilding too. Yeah,
1: that first degree.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But I think that's awesome what you're doing. And I think that it will bring a lot of value to people. And, and how, how could you, would you specifically, you know, help a nurse who's, who's working night shift and. You know, two A. M. rolls around and the vending machine's calling their name. You know, uh, what what would you I say?
1: Advocate meal prep, meal prep, meal prep, meal prep. If you go to work prepared with food with you, especially if you're working like, you know, ICU or trauma stuff mm-hmm. and you have those really emotional days. Maybe you just lost a patient mm-hmm. and you know it was a patient you were close to, and then, you know, you're hungry, your patient just died, you're just you feel like crap. You're you're going to go down and eat that cafeteria pizza. You're not going to go get the salad, do the chicken breast. You're not going to do right. that. If you're going down to the cafeteria, you're going to get the pizza. You're going to get the cookie because you feel bad, and you want to. You know, and really, honestly, what's happening is you're just getting a dopamine rush from all the sugar, mm-hmm. and it's making you feel a little better. But now you're self medicating. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and that's why I, I part of my program is I want to help you learn how to prepare yourself. You know, I'll show you what containers I bought from Amazon. I don't even not make cool. money off that, but I'm just trying to help you. You know, because this is what I bought. These things are cheap and then they're really useful. And you make your food on the weekend. You bring all your food with you to work. It's 2 a.m. You're hungry. This is what you need to eat. So, so a lot of people also don't realize that when they're working the night shift, they don't understand what that's doing to their bodies hormonally because of, yeah, the, the well, your circadian rhythms are thrown mm-hmm. off. And you know, so it's like, I'll tell you right now. It's very unlikely that you're going to really reach your full potential if you're working the night shift mm-hmm. as far as body composition goes mm-hmm. because your body is fighting against you. Your hormones are fighting against you. Mm-hmm. But what I can do is teach you about that mm-hmm. so you understand. And when you understand what's going on in your body, we can then start narrowing down and how, learning how to mitigate the damages. That's awesome. You know? man. I, so- I work with one girl right now, and she's a night shift nurse, and um, I basically told her the same thing. And she's like, well… I'm not going to quit my job. I make way more money working night shifts. Right. I I, I'm not telling you to quit your job. I don't want you to quit your job. But I want you to understand what's, ha- what's going to happen as a result of your job. And then now that we know that, we can start thinking of strategies where we can reduce the damage.
0: So within, so within working with you, I mean, a, a person, individual, a nurse, nursing student, they're going to get, I mean, kind of guidance as well yes. as, you know, motivation. And they are also going to help
1: with the meal right. prep and things like that. Exactly. That I mean, full service, and that's why I'm not going to be able to take on a whole lot of people because yeah. I, I feel like this is going to be very time intensive. Mm-hmm. But you know, and you know how it is in, in nursing. Like you really feel like you need to teach somebody something. Like yeah. a patient patient's like, saying, "I need to teach you this," but I don't have time because meds are due, and I have to go do that. I have to do this, and it's frustrating when you don't have the time to do it. And you know that if this guy could, if I could just sit down with this guy for 30 minutes and just teach him all this stuff. It would really change his life. But nobody has the time for that so that's what i'm trying to do i am trying to make time for that
0: that's I'm awesome gonna man
1: something that's going to actually benefit your life and help you
0: and just looking at your page and looking at everything you guys are about i think you guys are are just awesome role models for people and and you've clearly done it and then you're making it work so yeah i would definitely tell, tell us where people can find you and then and give us your biggest tip for health and nursing
1: oh man so um <laughs> Well, where you can find me, um, Instagram is uh, at nurse underscore muscles. Um, I'm on Facebook, too. It's like nurse muscles one. I have a Facebook page. It's not as popular. And I'm on Twitter, which I'm not very popular on Twitter either. I don't devote much time with it. But I spend most of my time on Instagram. Um, And uh, you can also you can go to nursemuscles.com, and there's a contact me page. You can send me an email ask questions. You can direct message me on Instagram also. Um, I do check those. Um, And and honestly, tips – you just got to make it a priority. Hmm. You have to make yourself a priority. You have to put it on the schedule. You have to find a plan and make a commitment to that plan. Don't don't program hop where you. I'm going to try this workout. Oh, I you know I'm not seeing results after four weeks, so I'm going to go do something else. Hmm. Make a commitment to something. Twelve weeks is a really good starting point. Make a commitment to yourself. You know, like that's why I tell my my people too. You're not you're not committing to me. You're committing this to yourself. You're just letting me know so I can help you keep track, you know, and all, And then here's your workout for 12 weeks. When are you going to start? Make a commitment. Put it down on the schedule. When I'm off work, 10 a.m., I'm in the gym. When I days that I do work, I leave work and I go straight to the gym every time. Even if I'm not feeling it, then I'll maybe reduce the weight, go a little lighter. But I'm going to go every time. Right. You're going to make a commitment. So that's what you got. You got to make it a priority and make a commitment to it
0: dude mason full of value bonds full of knowledge and nursing and life and in, in fitness too i greatly appreciate all you
1: shared with everybody today oh yeah it's been it's been great thanks for having me on right, you guys yeah, you thanks
0: bet. so much for checking out this episode with Mason Mills RNBSN with nursemuscles.com I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode I was super pumped up after after this episode we we talked for maybe another hour or so after after we uh, finished recording the episode and we just talked about nursing we talked about fitness I mean, he's just such an inspiring person he his wife Kate they're, they're just the epitome of fitness and health so I really hope you guys check that out I hope you check out his page his Instagram page nurse underscore muscles and Kate underscore lifts underscore weights such a great family and I really appreciate him coming on the show and sharing his, his story so go over to nursemuscles.com check it out and hit him up on Instagram you guys thank you so much for checking out this episode you guys are the heart and soul of everything we do at NRSNG.com and I truly appreciate everything that you guys do uh, if, if you guys have any questions ever want to reach out to us we're all over social media you can reach us directly you can reach me directly contact at NRSNG.com everything you guys do is appreciated always 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 be sure to remember you can check out nrsmg.com slash freebies to get free NCLEX and nursing school cheat sheets those are completely 100% free and we send them to you every single Friday you get one brand new cheat sheet every single week cover pediatrics mental health farm med surge everything okay so you guys thank you I hope you have a great day and you guys know what to do now go out and be your best self today happy nursing y'all